turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to the voice of Christian Liberty and Homeschools.org, the radio ministry emanating from our beautiful 12-acre campus and historic 200,000-square-foot building in the heart of Arlington Heights. For over 54 years, this ministry has continued to build upon the historical riches of God's wisdom and knowledge and the labors of hundreds of faithful servants. If you are looking for a God-honoring school, consider Christian Liberty Academy. Students attend our on-campus academy in Arlington Heights, coming from all over Chicagoland. We are minutes from the Metra train line. And parents, if you are desiring to nurture your children in your home with a Christ-centered curriculum, we serve thousands of families throughout the world through our home education program and services. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. You are about to hear from the depths and archives of this historically rich and yet culturally relevant institution as we seek to inspire and encourage you in your walk of faith. Get ready to hear your host, speaker, teacher, and author, Audrey Marie Hessler. Hello, friends. This is Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty. And we're here at our downtown campus in Arlington Heights, the home of Christian Liberty Academy, also the home of Christian Liberty Press, Christian Liberty Homeschools, which is class, and the Church of Christian Liberty. And our pastor here, Pastor Calvin Lindstrom, who is the head of the church, the pastor of the church, always welcomes you. If you're in the area and you'd like to visit their church on Sunday morning, please come by. Or if you'd like to visit our campus, please come in and say hello to us. And we're uh, here with my producer, Dan Hartsaw, and a special guest, Micah Litwin, who is the president of the Parent Teacher Fellowship here. And yesterday we were talking about, and I welcome Micah back today to continue this conversation, we were talking about her life journey until the Lord would bring her here to our academy to start this wonderful program for the parents and teachers here at Parent Teacher Fellowship. And she rehearsed with me some of the events of her life. And as I thought about the events of her life, I thought of something that used to go on when my I was a child that my parents used to do. Now, this is going to date me in terms of my age. And when Pastor Calvin Lindstrom is here as my co-host, he'll call me out on that a little. He'll say, oh, be careful. You're dating yourself there. But when you hear what I'm going to tell you, you'll have to be a little older to remember this. But my parents used to have friends who would call them spontaneously and say, it's a come-as-you-are party. Now, I think this actual event went back to the 60s or 70s. I can't recall exactly when. But a friend would decide to just call their other friends and say, hey, I'm having a come-as-you-are party. And you were supposed to drop whatever you're doing and head to their house for an hour-long or two-hour party. And the, the idea of it was that maybe you were out mowing your lawn and you're all sweaty and dirty, but you're still going to go. Or maybe you're at home and you've got curlers in your hair. Yes, this is back in the day where women put curlers in their hair and you just had to go in your pajamas, in your old clothes, your rip clothes, whatever it was. And when I've thought about that, uh, uh, type of party from back in that time, that come-as-you-are party. That's what I thought of when I heard Micah Litwin yesterday. 
I thought when she was talking about her Christian faith that she was reminding us that Christianity is a come-as-you-are party. We come to Jesus Christ just how we are, whatever that means, whether we have very serious troubles from our path, past or whether we've uh, lived a very what we might call good life. We all come to Christ just how we are, but everyone brings some form of sin that needs to be forgiven through Jesus Christ. So when I think of my relationship with Jesus Christ, when I think of my guest's relationship with Jesus Christ, we both can tell you, and I'm sure listeners, you can also agree with this, that when we come to Christ, it's a come-as-you-are party. Come as a drug addict, come as an alcoholic, come as a prostitute, come as a person who's been unfaithful, come as a person who has sinned in any of the areas we can sin in, including the little areas inconsideration, selfishness, come as you are to Jesus Christ. He calls you today. He calls out to a world, come to me and I will save you. But here's the difference. We don't come as we are and then stay as we are. So I'd like to welcome back my guest who's been talking about her journey when she would come to Christ Come, she would come as she was with her mixed up emotions, even though she was raised in a wonderful Christian home. And even with all the decisions she would make that were good and bad, she would come as she was and then let God change her. In other words, she would not stay as she was. And that's the real goal of Christianity, to let Jesus Christ transform us. So I welcome back today the president of our parent teacher fellowship at Christian Liberty Academy in Arlington Heights. Micah Litwin. Welcome back. Thank you, Audrey. I love that. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's a great description of who we really all are. We are people who have come to the throne room of grace of Jesus Christ, so the Savior who accepts every one of us. And, you know, sometimes people even think, well, I didn't have any dramatic sins. All sin is an offense against Jesus Christ. All sin needs to be forgiven. All sin needs the blood of Jesus Christ to cover it so that we might have the gift of salvation. And when we really come to that humbling realization, we change. And that's God's goal, to change us. So, Micah, yesterday you said you have a favorite Bible verse, and I liked that it was your own name. It was from the book of Micah. And um, so let's start out with just could you read that verse to the audience here so we can hear it. Sure. It's Micah seven eighteen and 19, and it says, Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of his inheritance? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in steadfast love. He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our iniquities underfoot. You will cast our sins into the depths of the sea. And, you know, that's such a beautiful passage, isn't it? And everyone who will come before the Lord will certainly have a time where they'll say, thank you, God, that you have taken my sin and thrown it in the depths of the sea. And uh, yesterday, Micah was sharing with me that she was a very successful young woman, a woman who was pursued by businesses for her gifts and talents. And I relayed that to the fact that we are fortunate people that Christ pursues us. He pursues you, friend. And right now, if you don't know him, he is pursuing you. If you have turned to this on your dial, if you're hearing it somewhere else, Christ is pursuing you with his love. And Micah related that uh, a story that in life, as a qualified woman who could do many things, she was pursued by businesses. And eventually, what would become the weakness about that, Micah? 
you would become rather self-sufficient. Just explain right. a little of that. Just prideful. Just, you know, looking at, um, look at me, uh, you know, I am wanted, I am desired, I can do this on my own, you know, just taking it all upon myself that I was yes. the one who was successful, not God giving me this success. Yes, and it's 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 a little trap that we can fall into, where uh, we take the verse Jesus Christ says, "I can you can do all things through me," and suddenly we're stopping. We're not adding in the through me. We're just starting to think, "Oh, I, I can do all things," and then pride goes before the fall. Yeah. And again, I'm sure Christians uh, throughout the world know that where all of a sudden they can look back and go, "I was getting too self sufficient." And then suddenly, here I go, I'm stumbling. And it would be an illness. You would not feel well. And next thing you know, let's just recap that. You're not feeling well. What's happening now? Your emotions are out of control. Go ahead. Tell us a little. Right. I just wasn't able to really function. Um, you know, I was extremely exhausted and couldn't couldn't handle the day-to-day things. And just even... Um, I have to laugh because uh, one Christmas, my mother-in-law asked me to uh, make a dish for Christmas, and I got off the phone and I cried, just overwhelmed at the thought of making a dish for Christmas, which was something I'd done every year. Yeah, and you know, of course, women more so will go through that where just crying comes very easy for us. But in honesty, I married a man whose wife had died, and there would be times in his life where just the tears would come. So when we have a, a serious hurt, a serious pain, some part of us that has become broken, or just Jesus Christ wept. So it's a sign of all the emotion coming out of us. And so you're going through this very touching time in which I, I want to read something you said. You said, I noticed I couldn't fully recover with my energy levels. Uh, your child was young. And then you found yourself continually having to tell yourself to stop looking around at other moms who were able to handle all sorts of jobs and activities. And no longer could you think about doing these things. Instead, you had to look up and focus on what God was teaching you and calling you to do. Now, I want to point out something very important, friends. Whenever... Even in our best times, whenever we compare ourselves with another person, we are setting ourselves up for a fall. Yeah. And there's an old poem that I memorized as a youth. It's called Desiderata. And it says, uh, when you compare yourself, there will always be someone better than you, and there will always be someone lesser than you. Right. So it will either bring about pride or sadness. But in, even in those moments, you realize, I can't be doing this. I need to look up. Right. And God gives each of us our portions. You know, God is the one who designates what we can handle. And, um, you know, in recovering from those, it was drawing near to the Lord and also seeking, uh, you know, a doctor. And so I did have, there were physical things that were going on inside of me that um, did support my health and did support me getting better and being able to handle things. And so when I, you know, changed my diet and changed different things, it did change the chemical balances, my cortisol levels, you know, th- those chemicals in your body that help you handle um, stress. 
Okay, we're almost about to go to break, but here's a point to take from Micah Litwin, what she's telling us, and she's the president of the Christian Liberty Academy Parent-Teacher Fellowship, and she's talking about how she was a very successful woman, but suddenly her life would start to fall apart emotionally, and part of it had a literal physical element to it, which we often have, and then there was also the emotional component. And one of the things you shared with me, that there would be a root, not the only reason, of a reason in your life where at one point when you would become pregnant, there would be a decision you would make that later you would have to deal with it. And so, Micah, after the break, we're going to come back to that and talk about that because many people in our audience, Christian or non-Christian, have come to a turning point in their life where they are pregnant and they will look back and think, Lord, forgive me for the decision I made. This is Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty. Friends, you have to hear the rest of the story. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Pastor Calvin Lindstrom. Christian education is expensive. And here at Christian Liberty Academy, we want to find a way to help families get their children out of the public school system. If God has blessed you financially, would you please consider meeting with me and my team and become a supporter of Operation Exodus to help families get their children out of the public school system? I'm looking for help from the Christian business community and other Christians with the heart and resources to help pave the way for Christian families to give their children a quality, Christ-centered education. Here at Christian Liberty, we take no government money and we never will. Our staff work here because they want to make a difference in their students' lives. They don't work here for high pay and the promise of a big pension. We need your help to win the battle for the minds of children. Visit ChristianLiberty.com to participate financially in this exodus or to meet with me. Call 847-262-6761. That's 847-262-6761. Welcome back, friends. This is Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty. And I'm here with a very special guest. Her name is Micah Litwin. She's the president of our Parent-Teacher Fellowship at Christian Liberty Academy in Arlington Heights. And we broadcast from our academy. We're an international ministry. We reach out to the whole world with our homeschool program and our Christian Liberty Press. But we're also a day school here, and you're welcome to visit us in Arlington Heights. By the time you hear this, this may have changed, but our ministry was shut down on Facebook, our press ministry, our book ministry. So we ask for your prayers that there would be a good resolution for that. But we also put you in remembrance as people listening. We are on a battle line. We are, we are in a war for Christian truth. And speaking of Christian truth, I started this broadcast out telling people this and sharing Micah's story, that coming to Christianity is a come-as-you-are party. Everyone comes a sinner. Everyone comes a sinner in need of saving and needing a saving grace from Jesus Christ. And that's Michael Litwin's story, but that's my story. You know, if I could bring in every Christian I know, a high percentage of us know what it is to say, Lord, I'm so grateful that you truly forgive me the choices I have made and that they are washed in the blood of Jesus. And friends, if you've never come to the Savior at that level, he calls you today. He says, come as you are. But I am a Savior who transforms you. I will not keep you as you are. And that's where I left off with Micah Litwin. Um, she was a young woman and would make a decision involving a pregnancy that she would later have to face the Lord with and ask him to process it with her. So, Micah, if you would take us a little bit on that journey when you were a young woman. Tell us that timeline. Sure. Uh, when I was 21, um, I 
Well, I guess I should back up a little bit. I okay. started drinking um, and and kind of getting into the party scene when I was about a freshman in high school. My, yes. That's so right. I was very athletic, and I was very true to not drink during athletics, but um, otherwise, you know, my senior year in high school, I was voted biggest lush. Um, you know, that's not something I'm proud of, but it is a part of my story, and um, I would find that um, everything I regret in life is directly related to alcohol. And so that's part of my story. But um, so I found myself uh, pregnant um, the same night as one of my best friend's weddings. We both got pregnant that same night. And, um, you know, I I am sorry, but unfortunately, I chose to not keep the baby. And um, that's been something I've had to deal with from, you know, my whole life. It took me 10 years to be able to tell someone that without just bursting out crying. And there's even times I still cry. Um, but so during that time after that, you know, I, I was caught up in the world's lie that um, I wasn't going to be able to handle it. I wasn't going to be able that you couldn't have handled having the baby, so you you just terminate this, stop this. Yeah. Right, that mm-hmm. I wasn't going to be wanted after that, that yes. I was going to be no good, and that, you know, the only real chance at having a successful life would be um, to choose to not have it. And so... Um, Micah, yeah. I admire you so much for sharing this. <laughs> and, and you know what? I want to tell listeners this. Uh, all of life will come down to truth or a lie. Every choice will be based on either you're following the truth or a lie. Jesus Christ says, I am the truth, and the devil is the father of lies. So your point was excellent. Here you are, and you're believing a lie. Do you know how many young Christians today are believing a lie? Parents, grandparents, friends, pray for our youth who are bombarded with lies. So Micah Litwin here is just being honest with us. She believed that lie. So how would God help you process those years after? You know, and just to add on to what you said, there are consequences to every decision we make. Absolutely. And sometimes we think that our sin will not be found out mm-hmm. and that um, it won't hurt anyone else. And so that was a lie that I believed and I believed that it would be done and over and that I would just move on with my life. But yes. um, that that was not the truth. I had to grieve the loss of a child and all of the devastating effects that go along with that and the guilt. You know, I appreciate you saying that, too. And I just am going to remind the audience that uh, not too long ago, I interviewed the woman who started Informed Choices Ministry. Friends, there are people out there, if 10 years have passed, 20, 30, 40, I know other Christians and, of course, non-Christians who've made this decision. There are people who will listen to you, who will hear you. Uh, feel free to call Informed Choices or somebody just to talk about the event that occurred in another time in your life. They will be willing to help you process this. As Micah is saying, the Lord helped her process a decision that she would regret but come to know she would tr- was truly forgiven. So it, you don't get married till you're 29. Is there still more processing before you get married? It just was a time of drawing near to the Lord. And it was learning what does it look like for God's perfect plan. 
And so I had to learn how to date. And, you know, I I had to set a lot of boundaries and I had to say, my way is not working. Oh, good point. My way is not working. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so by the time I had met or, you know, was about to meet my husband, I had set a lot of parameters. And at that point, I was like, I'm not even sure that I'm going to kiss a man until I'm married. So there were a lot of things that I had put in place to to learn how, what does it look like for God to protect my heart and for me to protect my heart? Because God's God's guidelines in his word, they're not rules, they're boundaries. And they're boundaries set there to protect us, just like we put a backyard fence in our yard so that our children won't run into the road. God has those statutes and those precepts put there because he loves us and he sees what's best for us and what you know, will help us to have the most successful life. And so that was a hard lesson for me to learn. Micah, that was one of the first things I learned as a young woman in my 20s coming to know the Lord then. I sat down to read the whole Bible and I said, oh my goodness, all these rules aren't just because you want to be mean and stop us from things, Lord. You want to protect us. And so God's rules about sexuality are for protection of the heart, of the soul, and of people. So, yes, how wise that is. And so what would be the next step? You, you're maturing now in Christ. You get married. You had the courage to tell your husband the truth. And he is a strong Christian. How did that work out? He, you know, he had his own past. There you go. And so many people, with that's the honesty. Don't we have to be truthful? That goes back to what I said. This is a come-as-you-are party. Yes. And um, I think we just were both very excited to um, meet others who, you know, were running towards the Lord as fast as we were. Oh, what a beautiful image. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, that was that was our story. Uh, we, we did meet and marry very quickly, but um, it was just solidified by the Lord that we were meant to be together. Oh, and praise God for that. So... What advice would you like to give to parents or to the body of Christ? It could go either way. Now that you've had this experience, obviously I hear a big word there, boundaries. Boundaries are a blessing. Yes, boundaries are a blessing. And I would also just recommend people take their their thoughts captive and see what is God or what what are the thoughts that are coming to you. Because Satan comes to... to condemn and uh, Jesus convicts. And so when you hear those words, you are a failure. You are this. That's condemnation from Satan. And he wants to keep you in those past sins. But Jesus has forgiven us. And he always tells, instructs us what to do with his convictions and not to be stuck in that place of self-condemnation. Oh, how excellent. There is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation. Don't let the devil lie to you, friends. Don't let him lie to you that you're condemned. You will be convicted, but conviction sets you free. You Mm -hmm. recognize, okay, that was a sin. Lord, forgive me. I repent of it. Now show me the right path. And that whatever wrong decision we've made, let God convict us. Don't listen to the lies of the devil that we're condemned. So praise the Lord. That's a wise word, Micah. Yes. And so you have to remind yourself of that, don't you, at times? Yes. We do. We have to over and all remind, remind ourselves we are forgiven. 
We, do, we are not condemned, but we can accept conviction so it will change us. So it goes back to what I said. Come as you are, but we will not stay as we are. That's right. Well, we're almost at our last minute. Micah came here to start a parent-teacher fellowship, and we're so grateful for that. Just a quick word on that. What will you do with parents and teachers? Well, the main reason why we developed this group was just to bridge the gap uh, between the parents and the teachers, just so that the parents can come alongside, that we can support them in the administration and all the hard work that they're doing, and um, just bless that the parents would be blessed, the teachers would be blessed, and that the administration would be blessed. Well, I think you're on the right path. There's nothing like someone coming just to bless people, and I know I'm one of them. You've come to bless me, so thank you. And friends, this is Micah Litwin here as my special guest. I'm Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty, and she has shared part of her journey that at one point in her life she would make a decision involving a pregnancy that she'd regret, but she knows now she's forgiven. Christ forgives us of our sin. Thank you, Micah. God bless you. Friends, come again. God loves you. Come as you are. You have just heard from the voice of Christian Liberty and homeschools.org, the radio ministry emanating from our beautiful 12-acre campus and historic 200,000-square-foot building in the heart of Arlington Heights. For over 54 years, this ministry has continued to build upon the historical riches of God's wisdom and knowledge and the labors of hundreds of faithful servants. If you are looking for a God-honoring school, consider Christian Liberty Academy. Students preschool through 12th grade attend our on-campus academy in Arlington Heights, coming from a 20-mile radius. We are minutes from the Metra train line. And parents, if you are desiring to nurture your children in your home with a Christ-centered curriculum, we serve thousands of families throughout the world through our home education program and services. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. We partner with parents to raise strong, respectful, compassionate, Christ-fearing, outstanding young men and women of character and purpose. Visit ChristianLiberty.com to find out more about Christian Liberty Academy and our excellent academic, athletic, and arts programs, our full-service homeschool program class that includes testing, report cards, transcripts, and more, plus the many books and resources produced by Christian Liberty Press and other excellent publishers. And visit us on Sunday for a morning Bible study and worship service that starts at 10 a.m. Visit ChristianLiberty.com or call 847-385-2012.